Samsung Galaxy S9, 1 plus 6 and Goodreads Wireless, Oculus Gold. This is the latest tech news. This is Tech Chat Friday News Update with your host, David Cannon. Alright, it is our 50th episode today. How cool is that? And what better week to do it on than an Apple event week? Hello everyone, it is David Cannon here. It is the Friday News Update episode 50 for Friday the 2nd of November 2018 and there's been a ton of really cool tech announced this week so let's get right into it. This is the Friday News Update and first up this week... Apple have announced a new MacBook Air, a new Mac Mini, and a brand new redesigned incredible iPad Pro at this week's Apple event. So let's start off with the MacBook Air. So this is the first really new MacBook Air for years. They've kind of given it very small spec updates over the years, but nothing really that noticeable. So this year, they have given it a major upgrade to bring it up to speed with all of Apple's latest innovations in laptops. First of all, of course, it is thinner and it's now totally made of recycled aluminium. So it is really eco-friendly. That's good to see. Sadly, there is no longer any light up Apple logo on the back which is kind of sad, but we do get thinner bezels round the retina display. It is now a 13.3 inch, 227 ppi screen. It is over 1080p. It is going to look really, really sharp, but there's no longer any metal bezel. It's black now, but I think that makes it look a bit nicer with that black bezel. It comes in silver space grey or gold and we do sadly get that horrible butterfly keyboard but at least it is backlit and we also get a bigger trackpad although it's one of these really horrible force touch thin trackpads. You kind of wonder whether you've actually clicked it or not because there's hardly any travel at all but anyway there is a key which enables touch ID when you put your finger on it for fast unlock so that is a really good upgrade there is a new T2 chip which enables this and it's also got Hey Siri support if you actually use Siri and it's got the latest Intel i5 processor 8GB or 16GB of RAM up to 1.5TB of storage which is going to be plenty. It starts at 128GB of course. We get 12 hour battery life according to Apple which should last you the whole day. We get stereo speakers and there's now two USB-C ports instead of USB. There is a headphone jack, which is a relief, but there's no USB or any other ports anymore, which is kind of a shame, so get ready for dongle life if you buy this. And finally, there is a 720p webcam. It's going to start at £1,200. Uh, yeah, this is no longer a budget MacBook. 
it is probably worth that price just because Mac OS is really, really good. That's why I can recommend it. But if you don't really want to spend that much, there are very good alternatives that don't cost this much, which run Windows. So definitely check those. But the MacBook Air, really good laptop to choose. I would definitely, definitely consider this. Next up we have the Mac Mini, which is more of a specs upgrade really. So first of all, there is a brand new space grey colour, which is going to look great. Uh, really pleased that they did that. Intel i5 or i7, no i9, they kind of learned their lesson there. Up to 64 gig of RAM, so you should be able to use this for like pretty much anything like 3D graphics, complex video editing, anything you want. We also get up to two terabytes of storage, absolutely plenty. And now for USB-C, Thunderbolt 3 ports join the Ethernet, HDMI, USB and headphone jack ports on the back. It starts at £800 and honestly I can't really see any reason for you to buy this if you already own a Mac Mini. If you don't, again, I can recommend this because it is a Mac and it's worth a bit of extra money just for that OS and you're also getting some really good specs here. I'd say only get it if you really want that top tier model or if you really need a new computer. Don't just get it because it's new and all that and I do really wish Apple had kept that £400 entry level one even though it wasn't brilliantly specced up it was still a great entry into the Mac world so that's a bit of a shame but still it's a good computer it looks nice got good specs it's got macOS. And finally, we have the incredible new iPad Pro. Seriously, this is a gigantic leap forward. In fact, that's a bit of an understatement. And I use an Android tablet, and I still think this is incredible. We got a brand new design, thinner bezels, no notch, but there is a slight bezel around the screen, just thick enough so that you can to hold it, but thin enough to make it feel bezel-less. It comes in 11-inch or 12.9-inch sizes, and the 11-inch one is the same size as last year's 10.5-inch one. The 12.9-inch one is smaller than last year's. They're both LCD 264 PPI screens, and they've got 120 hertz ProMotion, so they're going to look really, really good. We now get gestures, just like on the iPhone 10s because there's no space for a home button and there's no touch ID anymore because of course there is no home button so now we get face ID same as on the iPhone 10s so it's going to be really secure but it works in portrait and landscape which is handy we've strangely got completely flat edges no curve this year but I think it looks really cool and it's 5.9 millimeters thin which is ridiculous Ridiculous. We're getting a 12 megapixel f1.8 camera on the back, 7 megapixel f2.2 on the front. They've got smart HDR, so they're going to produce some incredible photos, just like 
the cameras on the iPhone XS do. That's the same tech as on the iPhone. We get a brand new A12X processor with apparently Xbox One S level graphics. But most importantly, the Geekbench scores are unbelievable. 5,030 single core, 17,995 multi-core. This is the processor that should have gone in the iPhone to give it a massive edge over next year's Android phones. But instead, it's been kept for the iPad Pro and it is going to make it ridiculously powerful. And because of those flat edges, we now get wireless charging for the Apple Pencil. It now has a flat edge and it snapped on to the top of the tablet by magnets and charges that way. So much easier to charge. You can also now double tap on it to change tool in notes from say pencil to razor or something like that. And we now get USB-C. So everyone will have to get new chargers unfortunately. And Apple are making a big deal of the new uses for this. You can connect your camera more easily. You can connect an external monitor, but I don't know why you would want to do that. And you can charge your phone, but it's only got 10 hour battery life, so be cautious about that. There's no headphone jack though, sadly, and you can get up to a terabyte of storage, but I really don't know why you would need so much storage on an iPad. It starts at £790 for the 11 inch and 980 for the 12.9 inch, and I would say it is definitely worth buying whatever iPad you have. It is such a big upgrade. As long as you don't mind the lack of a file system and proper pro apps, then buy it. That's all for now. Thanks for listening and goodbye.